Hi everyone, I just want to say it's such a privilege and an honor to be able to speak with you today and I just want to thank Birdie so much, it's such an honor and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share my heart with you all. And what has been on my heart lately for the past, I'd say month or so, is about living out the fullness of who we are in Christ, living out the fullness of His very life in us. That's all we can do. We can only live out of His very life. And when Jesus said, I have come for you to have abundant life, it, there in the Greek, it means his very quality of life, God's quality of life. And the reason this is so on my heart is because back in December, actually there were a few days, a week or so, where I wasn't living out of the fullness. I was actually experiencing such a hard time for a week or so. And I can only share with you what I personally go through and what God shows me. So what happened back in December is I saw a picture of myself on Facebook and I didn't like what I saw. And the words that came out of my mouth to Jesus shocked me were, oh my God, Jesus, you cannot let my butt get any bigger. Those were the words I said to him. And he immediately spoke to me. He immediately spoke to me and said, Dawn, that is not who you are. And the reason this is so just so important to me and just so life-giving is because I have experienced such bondage when it comes to body issues and weight issues. I was so defined for so long what the world said I should look like, what my mother said I should look like, the law of what everyone else said I should look like. So God has given me so much freedom. I've experienced so much freedom in this area. So I was so shocked to see that picture and to have that reaction. And so, of course, I said, yes, Lord, that's not who I am. But what happened was... You know, I went on with the day, I went on, and you got to eat. So I went into the refrigerator, and I found these subtle thoughts coming to me. You can't eat that. You can't eat that. And then when I went food shopping, I found those thoughts coming again. Well, we can't buy that because we can't get any bigger. Can't buy that. We can't have that in the house. We can't eat that. So it's all do's and don'ts and shoulds and shouldn'ts. And that is the law. And I was experiencing death in my emotions because of this. Because of this. And so finally, after a few days of this, I really honestly thought I took it to him, but I didn't. I didn't come boldly as I always encourage everyone else to do. So I finally took it to Jesus. I had the Trinity meeting and I sat with him and I cried. I cried about this because first I was receiving such condemnation about it and I was receiving such Oh, I was just receiving such the law of you should be past this by now. Look at you. You should be past this by now. And any shoulds or woulds or coulds are always the law for me. So I just wept to him. And then the words that came out of my mouth to him, you never sometimes really know what your thoughts are until they come out of your mouth. What my words were were, Lord, I can't be fat anymore. I can't be fat anymore. And I just wept about it. And what he showed me was, he said, Dolan, for you to say that, that must be who you think you are. And I wept about that, that I had received that lie and I had lived out of it for a week. And it just, I just experienced complete death in my emotions about this. So what he showed me was, he said, Dawn, 
the truth about you, he said the truth about you is the truth about the Trinity, that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that before the foundation of the world, before they ever made my body, that that Jesus Christ in the Godhead is the only truth about me today, that he became flesh, he dwelt among us, and he went to the cross, and he died away that lawman. He died away the lawman. He died away the whole law system. He died away sin. He died away for me and you and us all ever to be judged according to our body's makeup, to ever be judged by do's or don'ts, to ever be judged by any law, to ever be judged by anything than the beautiful human in the Godhead today in the person of Jesus Christ that is perfect and glorified and is the truth about me and is the truth about you. So he showed me that Jesus Christ in the Godhead before the foundation of the world is the only truth about me. So how could any weight, how could any extra, extra weight that I feel I see ever have a voice to me and so that immediately just spoke truth to me and he just kept speaking life to me he just kept speaking just pure life to me about how beautiful I was how loved I was how accepted I am and it just he just really spoke the words in Ephesians 5 from the message that you know Christ's love makes the church Whole. His words evoke our beauty, and that's what our Father will always do. He will always speak the truth of who we are in Christ. But let me tell you, those few days, that week, or however long it was, it felt like so long, was just so, it was so hard. I just, it was so oppress, oppressive every time I opened up the refrigerator, every time I thought about food, every time I went grocery shopping. You can't have this, you can't do that. And that is the pure law. And the law kills, but the spirit gives life. And so I just have to say, it was such a struggle for me my whole life. You know, even after that Jesus told me he loved me, I still didn't know about my identity in Christ. I still didn't know. And it wasn't until I really started hearing the truth of who I am in Christ, of my seat in the Godhead, of my seat in the Trinity, that he made these truths real for my heart. So he also made it so real for me that when I had struggled with this, like this was over, I don't know, a year ago with, you know, uh, he told me truth about me. He told me that I had always seen myself as a person that needed to lose weight. Like I never saw myself complete in Christ in this area of my life. I saw myself as a person always trying to become something else, as a person who wasn't where she needed to be and needed to get you know, whatever it was, how many pounds off, however it was, you know, that I was always like on a little hamster wheel trying to become. And that's not how God works. That's not the truth. He showed me that I am already complete in Christ and that it's absolute insanity and it's absolute death to try to live to become something, to live out of the negative, I say, to live out of the lack. And I just thought, it just made me really think and talk to God about how much, how much of us do that. How many areas of our lives are we saying, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be fat is what I told him. I don't want to, how many of us are saying, I don't want to be 
a person with a bad temper. I don't want to be an alcoholic. I don't want to be an addict. I don't want to be a bad mother. I don't want to be a bad daughter, a bad whatever. The list can go on and on and on. So there we go. We have already taken on that lie as an identity as what he has shown me. So, and he immediately brought me over to Colossians 2, and I'm going to read to you out of the King James and the Amplified. I just love what he showed me here. He said, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. That's what I had fell into. That is what I had fell into for that week of living in the negative. And there's no life there. There is no life to ever try to not be something that we never really are. If that makes any kind of sense is what he showed me. And so he goes on in Colossians. This is Colossians 2.9. For in him, and he's talking about Christ here. In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is head over all principality and power, that we are starting point in the Trinity because of what Jesus did, is the starting point of our seat in the Trinity of complete in Christ. And it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful in the Amplified, how he says it. And he goes on to say, for in him, the whole fullness of deity, the Godhead continues to dwell in bodily form, giving complete expression of the divine nature. And you are in him made full and having come to fullness of life. Christ in Christ, you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are full. We are full of God. But what I needed to do is come boldly to the throne of grace and tell him about it. Just, I honestly didn't know I had that wrong thinking until I heard the words come out of my mouth. And those words, and it's so sad for even me to even say it, the lie that I took on because it was a lie that was spoken over me as a young child, as a young girl, that you're the fat one. I was the fat one in the family. So I always saw myself as the person that needs to lose weight, the girl that if I just could be this amount of weight, whatever it was, then I would be perfect, that I would be perfect then once I lost the weight. And what God is always telling us is that you are perfect now. You are perfect now, that we are complete in Christ, and it's the starting point in Christ. It's the starting point. No matter what fruit we see, it, it's the starting point. No fruit, good or bad, can ever define us. So it is the starting point of being complete in Christ. It's not we're ever going to try to get. It is done. Jesus already did it. So we have a seat in the Trinity, and he is serving us with his very quality of life, but we've got to come to him and share on our hearts. And the reason I knew, I knew it wasn't right thinking to have that come out of my mouth, but he said, hey, that's not who you are. So I said, okay, and I went on, you know, but I knew I was experiencing negative emotions. I know it, it felt oppressive every time I looked in the refrigerator and heard those thoughts. They were so subtle. You can't do this, you can't eat that, you can't have that, you've got to start doing this, you know, but as it came at me, it it was more and more death in my emotions and negative emotions. And so we are full of Christ. I just, I just encourage you to go, and this is in the Amplified, and it's Colossians 2, that in him 
you're made full and having come to the fullness of life Christ in Christ you too are filled with the Godhead Father Son and Holy Spirit and it just reminded me it also made me want to go to John to John 17 where this is Jesus praying for us in John 17 22 where he says the glory which you have given me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them, Christ, Jesus Christ in us, and you, he's talking to the Father, talking to our Father, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, and I have loved them as you have loved me. He is saying that, Father, the glory you have given me. And the glory in the Greek, when you look it up, it's so beautiful. This is what he says. Glory means, it's doxa in the Greek, means opinion, judgment, and view. And Jesus said, the glory you have given me, I have given them. So the judgment and the opinion and the view our Father has of Jesus is the exact same judgment he has of us. And also, it is the glory, it is the condition with God the Father in heaven in which Christ has raised and after has achieved his work on earth. So it's the glory, it is resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead, but it is our Father's glory, his good opinion that rose Jesus Christ from the dead. And that just so spoke to my heart that he raises all those places in me. He raises those places that I still need his good opinion to sink in. He raises those good he raises raises those places in us that we need the truth. He knows where we need to be be persuaded of. I always say to him, Father, you know everything I've been through. You know where I need convincing. Persuade my heart and it is his glory. It is the glory of the Lord that raises those places in us from the dead. The places that we still have law thinking, the places we still have the opinions that are not his is. So the same opinion that God has of Jesus, the view, the opinion, and the judgment is the same opinion that he has of us. And it can't ever be, it can't ever be a number on the scale that tells me who I am. It did have a voice to me and I took it to our father and he was so faithful. He was so faithful and kind to tell me the truth. And I have to say, I just wept. I just wept with how gentle and kind he is to tell us the truth. He's so gentle when he says that is the goodness and the kindness of the Lord that leads to repentance. It is, but we have to bring our hearts to him. We have to bring it to him. We have to put it out there and say, Father, why am I feeling like this? We have to come boldly to the throne of grace and have him show us the truth. Because Jesus said, you know, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And it is everything that Jesus Christ has done for us that will make us free. It's his finished work. We're not ever going to try to be something we're not. Whenever we feel ourselves living in that, living in that kind of rat race, I call it, we've known we've gone. We've gone out of what our Father thinks of us. But I couldn't. I know I went through a couple days of self-talk. I went through a couple days, okay, that's not the truth about me, okay. But you know what? It didn't get down. It didn't get down like revelation real to my heart because I can't self-talk myself there. It's got to be the work of God. It's the work of our Father. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in us. 
And um, I just love how he tells us the truth. And he's so gentle and kind. So I just want to encourage you to go to your Father, to take your seat in the Trinity, to come boldly to the throne of grace. Boldly there means come without concealment. Come openly and use frankness in your speech. Say whatever you have to say. I'm telling you right now, I did not realize I had taken on that wrong view of myself until I heard the words come out of my mouth. And then he was so gentle and kind to tell me, Dawn, that's not who you are. And he was so gentle to tell me in my thinking that obviously if you're saying you don't want to be fat anymore, then that's what you think you are. And that's why I was just, I just wept to him because like I said, it had been such a journey for me, such freedom, such freedom in this area for me. And I just want to encourage you, wherever it is that you need the truth, he will show you the truth. But you've got to talk to him. And so Jesus said that you'll know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And it's always going to be God's God's truth will always speak life and love to us because that week that I was going in the fridge and going food shopping and putting food in my mouth and the do's and don'ts, it wasn't God's very quality of life I was experiencing. It was negative. It was pushed down. It was oppressive. It made me look all at me. It made me look all in my own strength. And the one thing that he always tells us is that he works in us to both will and do. And this is, um, this is one of my favorite scriptures from Philippians 2.13. And this is also from the Amplified. And he tells us that it's not ever in your own strength. Not in your own strength. For it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. Energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. So it is God that works in us to both will and do. It's not going to be in our own strength. It's not going to be by following those outward principles. That's going to kill us. That is the law. That is a law. Whatever you, whatever results you create in willpower, you're going to have to keep it up in your own strength. And let me tell you, willpower is not, it's such a low quality of life. Willpower is such a low quality of life when we have the very deity, we have the fullness of the Godhead in us. And let me tell you, they are on the edge of your seats. They are on the edge of their seats, just waiting for us to come to them, just waiting for us to say, okay, here I am. I make myself available. And it's wonderful truth that he'll always show us. He wants us to have his very quality of life. He came for us to have his very quality of life, a joyful, abundant life. And it, we can only get it by the power of the Holy Spirit and by him serving us, washing us with the water, watering of the word, washing us in truth. So it's only by just coming to our Father and it's telling him whatever is on our heart, telling him whatever is our thoughts are and he'll show us the truth that he knows we need to see he's so gentle and he's so kind and it's out of the fullness of his life that we can only live we can never live in the negative there's no life there there's no power there there's only hurt and we can't live out of lack we can't live out of a lie I lived out of a lie many years I was on that little hamster wheel of trying to be thin trying to be what I thought 
perfect was, but it's really Jesus Christ's finished work. I'm already perfected forever. You're already been perfected forever. You know, we've already have our we already have that seat in the Trinity. We're one with the Trinity. Everything Jesus is, so are we in this world. It's just a matter of can you believe this truth? And some days when it's hard, like those days. I didn't know I was living in it. I know I had some negative emotions. I know I did, but it wasn't until I had the breakdown. I just had the breakdown in the Trinity meeting, and it wasn't until I just brought it to him that he was able to tell me the truth. He was able to tell me the truth, and he comforted me. He healed me. He held me, and he speaks words to me of life. He adores us. He adores us. You're his beloved son. You're his beloved daughter, and whatever the thing is for you. Um, this is why this has been so on my heart because whatever this was my issue, but whatever the issue is for you, Jesus Christ is the truth about you. You are full of God. You are full of God. And what we need to do is just sit with him and have him persuade our hearts to pamper us, delight in us, adore us. His words evoke our beauty, and they're just going to call out the truth of who you already are. We're never trying to become something we're not. We're already complete in Christ. We've already been perfected forever. We're already innocent without blame before Him in love because of Jesus Christ's perfect finished work. So take your seat in the Trinity. It's, it's a throne room of grace. You know, the throne room is so beautiful, and we really are the throne room. We are the throne room. We are full of God. We we just need him to persuade us of what's already true about us. So if you're having some negative emotions, if you feel pushed down in any area of your life, if you find yourself in this thinking of I don't want to be anymore, talk to him about it. Talk to him about it. He is so faithful. He knows what you need. He knows what you've been through and he's so faithful to show you the truth that you need to see and persuade you to believe. I don't care how long you've lived with it. You know, I told him it's been how many years, Jesus? It's like over 30 years I've lived in this lie. And he said, it doesn't matter. We have resurrection life and he's going to show me the truth. If I, if I, if you know, if I start having these negative emotions tomorrow, guess what? I'm gonna come to him and he's gonna show me the truth I need to say. We're not alone. We have the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have a wonderful family that can come alongside of us and that can call out the Christ in you. And just please know that it's already done. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived of thinking that there's not freedom for you. It is for freedom. It is for liberty that Christ has made us free. So don't settle. We don't ever have to settle in this life. Let me tell you, we have the abundant resurrection life of Jesus Christ in us. You have a seat in the throne room. And Jesus Christ, he was rose from the dead with the glory of our Father's good opinion. And that beautiful human in the Godhead is the only truth about me is the only truth about you and the more areas just the more ways our father convinces us then the more of his very life that will be manifest in us his very fruit it's only he said I'm the vine you are the branch you can do nothing we can do nothing without him and you know what he is so he's so excited about your life he is so excited to show you the truth I feel his excitement about showing you everything that is available to you in the Trinity everything that Christ has already done for us so come to him today 
Come to him. Just come to him and have him serve you. Have him wash your feet. Have him wash you with the watering of the word, the truth of who you really are in Christ. And we can live out of the fullness of his love. That's the only way we can do it. Yeah, I'm telling you, you can live in the lack, but it's it's it really sucks. It's really a poor quality of life. And I don't want to live there. And none of us have to live there when we have the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in us, effectually working in us, just waiting for us, waiting for us to come to them. So just come to them today. Come boldly and have our Father show you the truth. He knows you need to say. Please know you're loved. We just love you here in Web Church. We love each and every one of you. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity to just share what's been on my heart. So thank you so much. Please know that you're loved and prayed for. And this is what I pray. This is the prayer that I pray for myself and I pray for each of you. That, Father, we would know you as you have always known us. And he has always known us after Jesus Christ finished work. He's always known us as innocent and holy and perfect and without blame. Because Jesus Christ in the Godhead is the only truth about us today. So I just pray that you make your hearts available. That's all I do. All I do is ever say, Father, here I am, convince me. So make your heart available and have our Father show you the wonderful truth that's available. Pull up your chair in the Trinity because you're already there, whether you know it or not, and have him convince you of the truth that he knows you need to see today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for letting me share my heart. So thank you all. Have a great day.